0: no purchase necessary. Void we're prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: Hi, Bill TV. And I've got to say, I'm delighted to be joined by Otto Wallen himself. Otto, like I said to you, I saw you out in Saudi Arabia, um, what, six, seven weeks ago, whatever it may be. Um, how's things? How's everything going for you right now?
3: Uh, as I say, it's going pretty well. I was, of course, uh, disappointed after the fight with Joshua that I lost and the way I lost. But, uh, uh Trying to regroup now it's been some time i'm back in training and uh yeah just try to look forward and move on and try to get better
2: well let's go let's go back to the the fight auto because i've done a, an interview with you maybe two three weeks out from the fight and you were full of confidence and you you had this aura around you where like you were on you there was no way you going to lose this fight but going into the fight itself what what surprised you about Anthony Joshua in this fight? I know you shared rounds with him in sparring, but what in this fight surprised you most about Anthony? Well, I always knew
3: that he was a very good fighter, uh, that he's pretty fast to be big and got good power and skills also. But I'll say what surprised me was probably the way that he came out because in his last few fights, he hasn't looked at confidence and confident and and uh seemed like he was doubting himself uh when i was being in there with him he seemed much more confident and he knew what he was doing and uh they had a good game plan and they took advantage of, of that and and he did a good job so yeah
2: have you watched the fight back? Oh, I know uh, a couple of interviews before, after the fight. You said that you hadn't watched it back. I think this was a week after. But have you managed to watch the fight back and saw where you went wrong in that fight?
3: I watched it one time. Watched it one time. I, there's some, there's some, there's a few things that I know I can do better and that I need to work on. And uh, I don't want to talk about that too much here. But I see, I see a clear few things that I can do better or that I should do better.
2: Mm. Obviously, being out in Saudi Arabia and, and all that, the, the heavyweight landscape keeps on changing. It, it, it seems right now that even if you do have a loss on your record, it doesn't matter. We just need to look at like a young fighter like Daniel Dubois. He got beat by Usyk. He's came back and he's beat Jarrell Miller in a great fight. Now, he's climbed the rankings again. So a loss right now doesn't define you, especially in this heavyweight division with the landscape changing all the time. You've got Makhmoudov getting beat by Kabayel. We saw that comment as well on that, that card of yours. So, looking forward in 2024, are you back in training? Are you looking for a comeback fight? Is that what we're going to hope for you in the in the near future? Yeah, I
3: am back in training. I'm back in training, and I just gotta say, I think it's really good what they're doing in Saudi Arabia. That they're putting all these fights, and it sounds like they're gonna keep doing it. And and now it feels like any fight is possible. Just um, uh, you know, they have talking about Joshua and Fury, and and uh, yeah, just um. Uh, all these different fights are being made, and it's not hard to make them, it seems like, over there. So so I think that's a really good thing for boxing, and that's what we need. And, and uh, yeah, a loss shouldn't define you. Uh, you can always come back, and um, as long as you get good fights. I think that in any sport, you lose sometimes, you win sometimes. So should be that like that in boxing, too. But for myself, I want to be back out in the summer, maybe. Uh, get a comeback fight, and then hopefully go back to Saudi in the fall. And uh, get something bigger.
2: I do want to touch about uh, the, the the future fights that may be on the on the in the in in line for you in the future. But going back to just Anthony Joshua fight, I know that you had surgery on your nose. Um, how is that healing up? And uh, are you are you back sparring again? Have you been hitting the face again since then?
3: No, I'm not sparring right now. It's still far away from a fight, so it's better to take some time to let everything heal. But I had a small fracture in my nose, so yeah, the surgery was just kind of draining blood from that. No, no. a little fracture so it could heal properly. And then they put in some stuff in that I had in there for like a week and I couldn't breathe through my nose and
2: that was painful. But as soon as they took that away, I was fine. Good. Back to breathing health again. That's good to see. Um, Obviously, as a fighter auto, Otto, we know that fighters, they want to continue fighting no matter what. And you've, you've proved yourself in the, the Tyson Fury fight and the Gassiev fight and all these fights that you're tough and you're, you you want to fight on. and. And, and whatnot so I know that your corner made the, the decision to pull you out the fight now in your heart of hearts was that the right decision for you
3: well I, I probably would have kept fighting because I'm a fighter but I think I think it was the right decision I trust my trainer uh Joey he's been with me now for 10 years and he's um he's seen me in sparring seen me in fights and he's never pulled me out of anything so I, I think that he he's a very experienced trainer he was a fighter himself uh, he was knocked out a, a couple of times, so I don't think he wanted to see that happen to me. And he—he's an experienced guy, and he—he he felt it wasn't going the right way. So, so I—I—I I, I respect his decision. I think it was the right one.
2: Definitely. And you get to live a, to fight another another day, as they say. Now, I was looking at the rankings. Auto, you're still ranked in the IBF in the top ten. You're actually number eight in the IBF still, and. Would you be looking to climb the rankings again? I knew that if you'd beat Joshua, that Hergovic fight might have been there in <clears throat> coming to what March, April time this year. But right now you're in that rebuilding process, like you said, you've got to get peeled up from the nose injury, get back to sparring, get back to sort of like more intense training. So when you look at the, the guys above you, the Caballels, the Dubois, the Jared Andersons, all these guys, are those the type of names that you're hoping for, that you mentioned Saudi Arabia in the fall? With those type of fights, Dubois, Bois, Anderson, Caballero, and the guys ahead of you, but they fights interest you?
3: Yeah, honestly, I haven't really thought about much names. But but I'm looking for big fights now. I'm at the stage of my career that I want big fights and and you know, I'm thirty-three years old now, so it's not really it's not time to hold back now. I wanna wanna progress. And I also think that what's hurt me a little bit uh these last few years is maybe that I haven't got those uh, good and big fights and i feel like you need those fights to get better and i think just yes, the fight with joshua the fight with gassier we had right before i think those fights going to get me better uh, and just keep developing so I, I think it's important to have have good fights and and fight good fighters
2: That's well like i said to you the the, the heavyweight landscape keeps changing oh it seems like every single fight card out in saudi arabia uh, upsets are happening. These guys are beating these guys. We saw Ngannou give Tyson Fury a fright. Um, we saw, like I mentioned, Dubois beating Jarrell Miller. We saw all these, like wild Joshua, uh, sorry, excuse me, Parker beating Deontay Wilder. I know you probably wouldn't have saw that fight, but um, yeah, what did you make of that fight as well? I was on the undercard, I don't know if you saw that, but Joseph Parker, you talk about good fights that you just mentioned there, Gassib and Joshua. Parker had four fights in that calendar year in 2023. When Wilder didn't have what he had, less than a round in two years, consistency is key. Do you think that played a big part in Parker's uh, preparation and going on to win that fight against Wilder? Yeah, I
3: haven't watched the fight. I haven't watched the fight, but but for sure, I was saying that before the fight that Wilder hasn't hasn't been active, only fought what one round in two years. So I think that's that's not good at all. And uh, like I said, I think that hurt me a little bit too that I didn't have those good fights for a few years, but. I think that Parker must have done a great job. I haven't been able to watch it, but I think that, you know, he, he actually lost to Joyce and then he come back and win four fights like that and finishing off with beating Wilder. So everything can change quick, like you say. And, and yes, because I lost this fight doesn't mean I can come back and next year could be my best year.
2: Mm. And that's, I see, it sounds like uh, you want good fights. So it sounds like your next fight, you're wanting a good fighter. You don't want to go down the ladder of so to speak, and fight someday, maybe top 15 in the world. It sounds like you want to stay in and around that top 10. Is that correct in saying that? Am I correct in saying that?
3: Yeah. Yeah. I want, I want big fights and good fights. So I want to progress and make money and try to get better. And um, so, but also got to be smart and I have a good team around me. So got to get the right fights. And, and for this first one, I probably, I don't know who I'm going to fight, but I want to just get back in the ring and, um, get a few rounds in and then go for something bigger in the fall.
2: Definitely. And hopefully it's back out in Saudi Arabia, like you said, and hopefully I can be out there again because it was it was a unique experience there and I enjoyed every minute of it. Now, it would be remiss of me not to talk about this uh, this fight that's happening in a couple of weeks because I will be out in Saudi Arabia for Joshua Nganu. Now, as a boxing man, I'm guessing that you're hoping that Joshua beats Nganu because that MMA crossover type stuff. But we've seen Nganu has shown that the big man can fight, and he can box a little bit because he took the Tyson Fury. Well, gave him uh, gave him a good fight, so to speak. A, probably a better fight than what m- most people thought. So when you look at these two giant men and in Joshua Inghana, the, the build of them, they've got that power in both hands. How do you see this fight going, Otto?
3: I think Inghana did really, really good with Fury. No matter no matter what happened, he, I mean, he did amazing, but much better than anybody could have thought. So. I think it would be a good fight and of course I'm hoping for Joshua to win uh once, one because I'm a boxer and two because he has beat me so I'm hoping he beat Engano too of course and um I think Joshua I think Joshua will win he he knows now that Engano is good I think maybe Fury underestimated him a little bit uh so I think that Joshua's got to come well prepared and if he does he should win
2: hmm. and obviously Tyson Fury obviously We were meant to have that undisputed fight uh, this weekend coming. Excuse me. Um, Obviously, Tyson Fury got the cut under his eye. It's almost like the same sort of area where you had cut him in that fight and maybe the scar tissue had reopened with the sparring. Um, But a lot of people, you must have saw the conspiracy theories online that Tyson took a knife to his eye to cut his eye to get out of the fight. Now, as a fighter at all, and a magnitude to become undisputed heavyweight champion in the world, is that something a fighter would do?
3: Oh, it's silly. It's silly. I mean, who who would ever do that? Just cut yourself. It's just uh, crazy. There's different ways to get out of a fight. You can say you hurt your elbow or, or mm-hmm. knee or foot or something, and, you know, you can just have a doctor sign off something. I don't know. But I, I don't think he would ever do that. It doesn't make sense. There's too much money on the line, and I think this is what Fury wants. And yeah.
2: Well, how do you see this fight? All? Like I said, you've shared the ring with Tyson and... Uh... Obviously, Alexander Usyk, he's, he's he's a small heavyweight in that six-foot-three range, um, southpaw, good movement. How do you see that heavyweight title fight go, the undisputed heavyweight title fight go?
3: Well, I think it's interesting. It's going to be an interesting fight that Usyk is a very, very good fighter. Obviously beat Joshua in a really good fashion two times. Um, so, I think it would be interesting, but he is a little bit small for Fury. But Fury... You know, I mean, he's got to bring his A-game. If he's on his A-game, I think he win. He win. But he, he's got to keep feigning like he used to do. Uh, feigning, jab him, box him and then, you know, take it to him when he can. But he, I think he's got to use everything he has. And that's feints, footwork and speed and not just rely on power so much.
2: Oh, now this brings me nicely on to this next question because, like I said to you before I pushed record, you're in a very, very unique position right now. I think you're one of four heavyweights that's faced both Joshua and Tyson Fury, and um, I think it's Kevin Johnson, Klitschko, Dylan White, and yourself. Um so, when this, if this heavyweight fight between Joshua and Tyson Fury, the way Eddie Hearn is talking, he says that there is ways to make this fight in the summer if both fighters get through their fights in May. Well, end of summer, autumn time. Sorry if they get through their fights in May and, and March. Now, when this fight does get made, if it does get made, you're going to have people wanting these interviews to talk to you, Rick, because you fought both fighters. So I'm going to ask you the question. You fought both guys. You fought Joshua. You fought Tyson Fury. How does this fight go? You're in a unique position. Um,
3: yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting. I always felt like Fury was going to win that fight pretty easy. But now, just after being in with Joshua, I know he's very tough. He's got a lot of power and speed also, and he, he's a good fighter, Joshua. So I think it would be, I think it would be a good fight. But I'm having a hard time going against Fury. But I'm gonna leave the door open for Joshua too. And um, I think I think it would be a good fight, and for sure something that we want to see.
2: Before you fought Joshua, did you think Tyson easy, that he easily beat Joshua? Or did you still think it would be a tough fight for for Fury? But now that you've faced Joshua, is the fight a lot tougher now? It's hard to say,
3: but I always felt like the styles was just... I felt like Joshua was a good style for Fury. But I changed my mind a little bit. I think that I gave um, Joshua a better chance now after I've been in with him.
2: Like I said, you're in a unique position. You fought both men, and uh, you're going to get inundated with interviews, no doubt. So hope you hope your phone's got full battery. Um, and it's it's one of them fights that we we do want to see, and we do want to see you get back in in the ring. So obviously, you fought Joshua and and uh, Tyson Fury. They're probably two of the top four right now in the heavyweight division. To, well. Wilder was there. He used to talk about the top four. It used to be Joshua, Tyson, Usyk, and, and, and Wilder. Obviously, Wilder's lost against Parker. So you've lost against two guys at the top of the game in their prime. So that's, man, that's nothing to shake a stick at, really, man. Do you know what I mean? It's shown that you've got balls and you can, you you can say yes to fighting the best. So that being said, 2024, what's your ambitions in 2024 right now? Is it to get in a mandated position, to maybe get one of them vacant bells if, if they come vacant? What's your ambition for 2024?
3: I haven't thought so much about that. I just wanna right now. I wanna understand where I am, and I wanna take everything step by step. So, first and foremost, I get a fight out in July or something, and get back in the ring, and then uh, then go for something bigger. But like I say, I, I I just don't wanna focus so much on belts or mana tours anything. I wanna I wanna just take it step by step, and really see where things are and and what's gonna be offered to me.
2: Hmm. are you hoping uh, with this fight the first fight in the summer would that be stateside I know you're based out there do you think you'd be fighting stateside
3: yeah most likely my my promoter no my manager sorry Uh Fighters first management they started working with a promoter out in Texas so they got to be putting out fights so I think I get a fight there
2: good stuff good to hear listen all, it was an absolute pleasure to speak to you again my friend and hopefully you get this fight that you, you want in the summer and hopefully I can see you out again in a massive, massive fight in the, in the autumn, in the fall, like you say. But like I said, forgive me coming in the storeroom. Hopefully this doesn't echo too much. I'm in the storeroom in my gym. <laughs> uh, or I hope it doesn't yeah. echo. But keep training hard. I'm glad you're well, mate. And uh, I'll see you on the next one.
3: Sounds good. Thank you very much.
2: Thank you all. Thank you, my friend. Sports Social Podcast Network